there. Your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder WinterGuard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. You are tuned into Pin Drop Discussions, and I am your host, Tyler Parker. Um, and this morning, I just want to share with you a quick little snippet um, about my take on the beauty of men and uh, who I look to as for my influence um, now. And my biggest influence has, you know, always been my father and my grandfather. And when those, you know, both of those men passed away. Uh, my father passed away in 2010 from cancer, and uh, my grandfather passed away in 2014 um, from leukemia, which was the final diagnosis. But ultimately, uh, my grandfather lived a full life. He was 89 years old. You know, he was um, like a very outstanding man in the church and in the community, um, you know, just in our familial community, because um, he wasn't like from here, from uh, where I'm located now, which is Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, he was from, you know, um, Indiana, and that's where a lot of the, a lot of our family is based um, in the Midwest region. And you know, um, just being here in North Carolina, kind of without that um, that family base. I, you know, was looking around for um, another place that I could get that influence from, another place that I could, you know, um, rely on as a consistent source of information. And, you know, as a uh, as a young black male, that is uh, a part of my identity. And I think when I was like just stumbling around, you know, just trying to find my way from like 2014 to 2018, and really what, you know, brought attention to my eyes is when I had my son in um, 2015 is just that I, I noticed that I needed to change some things in my own life. And I know that I didn't want to be the type of parent that, you know, I was like, I'm going to push my son to do everything that I wanted me to do. You know, like I'm not going to live vicariously through my son because I have not fulfilled my own dreams because God has still called me to do certain things. At that time, you know, I wasn't really focused on God because I had, you know, left the church um, and I was just out and about. I wasn't, you know, doing too much um, <laughs> soul searching. And you know, I was just um, just curious, you know. So when I want to say um, 2000 and it was like mid 2015-2016 um i started to notice that i i needed to know what my purpose was because i didn't want to continue stumbling around cuz you know it just wasn't 
for me. Um, I wanted to have a straight path, you know, at least if it wasn't going to be straight, that I, I had a goal in my mind that I, that I knew where I wanted to go. I knew what type of man that I wanted to be. And I just had that, um, you know, that, that model of my father and my grandfather in mind at the time. So I was like, you know, I can, you know, take a little from my father, can take a little from my grandfather. Um, but still, I'm missing something. I'm missing the element that makes Tyler who Tyler is. And essentially, um, what happened was I began to go to church again, and I began to read my Bible. And I found more and more that my Heavenly Father, Yahweh, um, was teaching me things about myself through the Word. And my spirit, when my spiritual strength started increasing, um, I definitely noticed a change. I noticed that, you know, I could write down goals and I could achieve them. I noticed that, um, you know, my focus was better. It was clearer. Um, I was just able to maneuver in certain situations with a clear head as before, you know, I'd have been a little bit, um, irrational, um, so, you know, I was just very uh, thankful that I had that experience. And it came at a time when I felt like I was lacking something, which is the critical part for me. Um, being that I lost two males um, that had the type of influence that I wanted to see myself project. You know, like, I know that I can, you know, do things for myself and um, be the type of man I want to be in my head. You know, but then when you get around other people, it's like, what type of man are you then? And that's uh, that's where the spiritual strength kicked in. You know, I I started to become a leader, um, you know, because I had leadership qualities already instilled in me from, you know, um, years of my mom, you know, taking me back and forth to Boy Scouts and becoming an Eagle Scout and, you know, going... um, to events that she would take me to, um, and just, you know, conversing with, um, with people, you know, becoming, uh, just developing those leadership abilities. And, you know, it's one thing to develop leadership abilities and it's another thing to actually use them. And it's another thing to use them to their fullest potential. And the reason why I say use them to their fullest potential is because now I'm on that, that track. Now I'm at the path where I want to be able to use my uh, leadership abilities to my fullest potential with minimum damage to myself. And by minimum damage to myself, I mean like my self-esteem. Um, because, you know, when you when you start to put yourself out there more, you um, when you start to put yourself out there more and you allow yourself to be vulnerable while you're genuine and kind and loving and trying to, you know, exhibit the characteristics of um, what a good believer is, then sometimes it's it's hard, you know, because sometimes you receive backlash that um, you don't expect. And it can come from church, it can come from your parents, it can come from your friends, it can come from uh, people that you have esteemed very high. Like, um, you know, they can just tell you something about yourself and you say, you know, I feel like that's not me. I feel like that's not who I am. And as a man, when you feel like somebody is coming against your character, I don't want to say it's different from a woman because that's like a double standard. 
But at the same time, it's like, as a man, we are expected to perform at a higher standard because we're men. Not because we can do it better, but it's just the stigma of being a man, you should do man you should be you should be able to do things as a man. Like there's actually a scripture that speaks to it. Um one of one of the scriptures that I actually um despised when I was um going through this process was um when I was a child I um I spake as a child, but when I was a man I put away childish things. Um I'm missing some words in there. Um I should probably give you that actual scripture. It's uh, give me one second. So the scripture is first Corinthians 13 and 11 King James version. And it says, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And to me, that scripture always stuck out. Um, And it was kind of like a thorn in my side at the same time. Because I, you know, I thought like I was a man and I was like, you know, some of these things that I'm doing are kind of childish. Some of these things that I feel like I'm projecting are kind of childish. So maybe there's some things about myself that I needed to change. And I allowed, you know, um, my heavenly father to begin to instruct me. And once my spiritual wisdom increased, uh, my behavior changed. And that has been the biggest change in my life as far as um seeing the uh, the influential change and just seeing the ability to walk into my calling and walk into my purpose because a lot of times I hear young men and not just young men it's like um men ranging from like 18 to 30 just ask like I don't know what my purpose is. How do you find your purpose? Like, how do you, you know, like, how did you, like, come into what you do now? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm still walking into my purpose. Every day I find something that I'm talented at, but it doesn't mean that I'm ne- that that's necessarily my purpose. Because my purpose could be something that I have no talent at all for. Like when I started doing uh, pin drop discussions, I felt like I had no talent for this, you know. Even this morning, I had to tell myself that, People want to hear me talk because if you don't have that mindset of when you find what your purpose is and you feel like and you and, you know, you find that you're not that good at your purpose or you find that you're not that good at the thing that you want to do. You have to tell yourself that you are good at it. You have to tell yourself that, yes, people want to receive this because your mindset changes everything. And that's where. I say my spiritual strength strengthened me enough to endure the storms of finding my purpose because there are going to be a lot of storms when it comes to you finding your purpose because there's going to be things that come in your path that try to block you from fulfilling your purpose because it's like one of two things. Do you actually want this and what are you willing to sacrifice for it? Like the Colin Kaepernick campaign, you know, um, that Nike put out. It's like, you know, you've got to, you really have to believe in what you're doing. And if this is your purpose, if this is your calling, then believe in it and believe in it 100%. Believe in it all the way. Believe that your influence is beautiful. 
believe that your talent or that you're developing is beautiful. Believe in the in the trials and the tribulations that you went through strengthened you enough to go through it some more. So that when you get to the final destination of saying, you know what, I'm comfortable, I'm in my purpose, that you can take some more because comfortability doesn't last always. That is today's discussion. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's short. It's sweet. Um, Tune in more. Got a live show coming up soon. Um, Keep you posted on the website. Um, Just the team is growing. Um, I want to thank Maddie for coming through yesterday. Um, I want to thank Aria, um, the original team, uh, Eric, Timbrel, Daphne, um, just thanks all around to all of the people that have been involved and continue to be involved. I thank you and just thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking it. Um, and always, um, you guys go in peace, um, go in love and continue to love on somebody today. That is my <laughs> sign off love on somebody today and let and allow them to love on you as well. Peace out. This summer, the grill was hot and the kids were outside having a blast. We all know what that means. Your yard took a real beating from all the heat and wear and tear. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. If you ask me, this is as simple as it gets. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall, when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today for a great looking lawn both now and next spring. All guaranteed from Scott's. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard.